There we go. A little clash to start it off the new year. Cool. So try this out. I mean, we'll see what happens with these new microphones. Just love the fucking clash. Gotta let this play on. Ooh, is it Rich Guy's Knife? I, I just love the clash, man. It was such a great. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday, Friday. There we go. A little clash beginning here for episode yeah. 34, the redo, Jim. <laughs> hey, it's not the Fucking first time. unbelievable, man. Part I, I, two. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll we'll run a little bit in here, make sure this thing's recording. But okay. my God, last week was a great episode. We were 47 minutes in. I noticed that the audio was gone. Okay, we'll keep an uh, eye on it this time. We will. And uh, so it's a whole new, we've got a whole new setup. we got new microphones. We've got a new laptop we're running this from, the new mm -hmm. Mac. So we're, we're doing this uh, all new, so all right. we'll check the audio in a little bit. So with our new episode 34, uh, I got a list, though, this time, Jimmy. I did the best 34s ever to wear the number 34. Right. I, I got a cheat sheet. Didn't we, uh, didn't we have that before, the best 34s, right? We did. We did we're it last crossing. week. We're but crossing. <laughs> We're crossing different sports. But, but we have to do it again All right. Not since uh, last week we'll is a, a blunder that That's exists fine. somewhere in a cloud. Okay. Uh, and unable. I wrote the company a letter trying to. Yeah, I get, saw your back and forth with them. Yeah. And I tried everything to try and get this audio back. I have the file. It just. I researched everywhere on the net wow. and everything. Okay. Nothing. We're done. So right. we're right. we're going a whole new direction here with this podcast, and okay. uh, we're not going to be had again. So, so episode uh, thirty-four. So episode thirty-four, and your your favorite people to wear the number thirty-four. I'll let you go since I've got a great freaking list of my own here i do want me to just give you one we'll go back and forth all right, give you my list. all right my greatest number 34 has got to start with walter payton oh we didn't do our oh, oh shit man huh? hey happy new year happy new year here you go all right happy new year brother man, that holy dump, shit dumpster file of 2020 is now fucking over. over man yeah somebody sent me a couple of good posts uh about it one was a dumpster fire going down the street which was hilarious <laughs> my boss actually gave me a coffee mug and it says on it on the front of it goes 2020, written by Stephen King, directed by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Who was that? Your boss gave me My that? boss gave me that. For oh, that's good. awesome. So, yeah. So, yeah, 2020 over, thank God. Oh, but God. greatest 34s, I got to start with my man, Walter Payton. Yeah, Walter Payton, he's, he's got to be number one. Um, he's actually number one on this list I pulled. Yeah. So, I'll go number two, Hakeem Olajuwon. Olajuwon was terrific. I'll go with the uh, the Tyler Rose, Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. Oh my God, that's yeah, that's one of my favorite college yeah. pro players. He just, was wow. I mean, the, just the highlights of him taking it to defenders. Oh man, he was so awesome. Um, I can't I can't steal that one from you. I can't steal that one from Go you. Ahead, take him. No, 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 no. I can't. They're too. I'll just take Bo Jackson because Bo, Bo was one Jackson. Of my okay. Uh, I'll go with uh, well, one of my you favorite go college. To you got to go Boston first. You oh, gotta, okay. Well, I'll go with Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. And then go back to back Boston because I can't steal the other guy from him either. Oh, well, Big Poppy. David Big Ortiz. Poppy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's probably one of the 
That's one of the best baseball. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll st- I'm not going to steal your one from last week okay. that you said, but I'll steal Charles Barkley. Chuck number e. 34. There you go. Or yeah. we'll go with uh, Nolan Ryan. That's the one we've been talking about. Yep. Yes. I, I was going to steal that one from you, but he, I'm like, wore, you know what? He wore a bunch of numbers, but 34 he wore with the Rangers. Yeah. Here's another one that actually, well, I'll, I'll take a Philly flavor. I'll go, mm-hmm. I mean, the only couple of years here, but um, I think he went into the Hall of Fame maybe as a Philly. Roy Holiday. I'm not sure if who he went in as, but yeah, he was a great. Fill. I mean, he should have went in as a a, a blue, blue jay because that's where he really kind of made right. his name. I mean, but he had Ooh. perfect game with the Phillies oh, and a no did hitter he have two. Yeah, yeah, the no hitter in the playoffs and, a and the perfect, perfect game. game. Yeah, he was he was something. Uh, another 34. Well, I think you said this one last week. Did we say talk about Herschel Walker? Herschel Walker. Yeah, he was dynamic college, one of the greatest college football players I yep. ever saw in my life. Played three years with the Eagles. Yeah, he was, which he was, was something. Unbelievable. So, um, how about Kirby Puckett? Kirby Puckett was a great one for the Twins. Yeah, I still remember it was Twins Braves World Series, and we were on. All right, we're back. Uh, yeah, great numbers of thirty-four. Fucking, so we're done. <laughs> we're done with thirty-four. That was just brutal. brutal. Okay, brutal. Um, we we lost about uh, another five minutes of audio after losing an entire episode. So yeah, we were having all kinds of technical issues. We'll, okay, we'll get this together in. Uh, 2021 yeah. is uh, the, the year. was still striking. 2020. So tell me about 2020. What were you saying? Uh, your, your boss, you got some gifts, a dumpster fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I got some funny, uh, f- funny posts, some you know, little text messages. Somebody sent me a dumpster fire going by 2020 is leaving. And yeah. then I got a, a, a mug from a, a co-worker that said 2020, written by Stephen King, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Which That's is awesome. perfect. Yeah. You know, 2020 is just, I'm glad to see it go past, and hopefully 2021 is much better. Much 20, better. 2020, like I said, we, you know, I hate to say this again, but I, I do mean it. I mean, it was a good year for us. We started this thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it, you got to meet some of the, you know, yeah. I felt like I, I grew tighter with friends through 2020, had an awesome summer over at the pool, you and I. Whether it was your backyard, my backyard, whatever, we're doing our thing. We got around. It's kind of amazing. We built this thing through COVID. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not easy. I mean, we're, we're in touch with some friends that we probably wouldn't normally, and exactly talked about old stories, and it was fun. Which was one of my favorite episodes. You know, the part <laughs> one of Ghosts from the Past. I mean, that was yeah. So we we had some really good episodes. Some great guests. I mean, the yeah. Thanksgiving Christmas special. Oh yeah, God. Uh, Hansel and Gretel at the uh, Tony October Tony Colleen, uh Andrew. The two Andrew shows was good. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Guano, and Andrew who's old, and Andrew who's T, on, yeah. Andrew G, and Andrew T. Um, yeah, man, it was uh, so twenty twenty horrible year for the the world. Um, yeah. Certainly, this country. Um, got a new fucking president coming in. Who the fuck yeah. knows, dude? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, man. Do, just yeah. give it what it is. I mean, I'm just happy to turn the page on the 2021. Me and too. Me too. I just, uh, I'm usually an optimist, and if you keep your 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 head out of social media, which I've done for the last, I want to say four or five months, I, I've really cleaned myself of all social media, and mm-hmm. uh, it's been very therapeutic, yeah. and. Um, you know, uh, started in February, exercising every day, and today was day 301 straight that I have actually exercised, and I got a whole program. Wow, um, great. Yeah, so 
I keep this into 2021, and I eat whatever the frig I want. I drink whatever the fuck I want. Um, my drinking streak in 2020, I think I took one day off, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. I had a few days off, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I put them away. That's good. Good. Yeah, good. so, um, how about you? 2021, looking forward to this? Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, this was a rough year, but like you said, you know, we made the most of it. Right. You know, uh, you know, you, you, a lot of times, like right now, you can't go to the bar, so we'd go to friends' houses. You know, small intimacy is is kind of like the uh, marching orders of right now. Yep. Like Christmas and Christmas Eve was small but intimate, but fine. You know. Yep. You know, it, it just makes you look forward to next year. You know, when things open up, and like you said, you probably became tighter and grew new friendships, and you know, got to meet some great people that you you know live around and. You know, so when things open back up, it's going to be that much more fun to run in to touch base with everybody else. So, you know, the economy, you know, is struggling now, but I think as soon as they open it up, it's going to explode. I think it's going to do really, really well. Everybody's kind of sitting on a keg of dynamite ready to go. You know, I was just talking to somebody the other day, like when they open up bars and restaurants, it's going to be twice as good or better than it was before because people are going to be so excited to get out. Right. And then when stores open back up, people are going to start buying, buying things, buying, and companies will start to rehire, and I think things, it's going to really, really I read up. an article from a guy that he said that literally the 20s will become the roaring 20s post-COVID. Like, it will be, like, the, the pe- people will, I mean, the, the generation which my son's in, you know, these teenagers and just starting college kids are very conservative with their money. When it comes to what I have seen on uh, what I've heard about this guy wrote, uh, the 20s, that it's going to be the Roaring Twenties. Like, they will be back to having sex like crazy. <laughs> no commitments, you know. It's kind of, right. it's going to be the Roaring Twenties all over again. The, you know, it might not start until 2024, but, jeez, um, you know, the way this uh, COVID's going, I, I hope to be there, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, now was this new variant. I just can't even believe this fucking variant has come to this country. You know, you're the one that started in London. Now it's in Colorado, Florida, California. Yeah. And it's like 70 times more contagious or and something, or 70% more. It's tougher, more. and it's affecting young people who are healthy is what I'm hearing. So. That's what I'm hearing. So I'm not digging that. Yeah, but, I mean, they do have a vaccine that uh, I know a friend of mine's wife just took because she's a frontliner. She's in the Great. hospital, so and you got to take two. So she take one, and you wait two weeks, you take the second one. Which one did she get? Uh, the Pfizer one. The Pfizer. Okay, so the that one, um, the, the one, there was a doctor somewhere that got the shot and then got COVID three days later. Oh, really? Because when you get the shot, it takes a week till it... Kind of starts building up immunity. Right, and through the first shot, you only have 50% mm-hmm. immunity, which needs to build up. And yeah, he came down with COVID, but it's like... You know that you still got to do what you got to do, right? Um, you got to still do all your practice, social distancing, wear a mask, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But he was in, he's a frontline worker, mm-hmm. so somehow he just that's bad luck of the draw. Yes. Um, that he got it, he didn't die, he's fine. It's just that he tested positive post getting the shot. Gotcha. Um, but you know, it, it was like three days after, right. so um, the more the people get it, you, you, you do that, what you have to do. Uh, I know Sue's part of the second wave as a school teacher, so mm-hmm. we'll see. She 
we've talked about this. She doesn't want to get it, but hopefully yeah. she does. Yeah. Um, you would think, I thought that frontline workers and their families, but a guy I work with, his wife's a nurse down there in Baltimore, and uh, yeah. we're good. Okay. Yeah. And and she's a, she's a frontline worker in Baltimore and all good. Good. Um, she's, she's getting it, but he's not, just her. Okay. Um, and she's getting the Moderna one. Okay. So he had all those good things to say about Moderna, whatever, you know. Okay. Um, I don't care, whatever. I really would like the Johnson & Johnson one, which is the one-shotter. Yeah. And I know that's in the yeah. trials right now, so okay. that's what I'm looking forward to. But I, I just want to, you know, i just just glad. Like, 2020 kept getting worse. You know, you think about it, 2020 started with, I think it was in January, maybe February, when Kobe died. January? When was that? That helicopter crash? Yeah. I think that was, was that mid-January? Yeah. Mid and, to late January? And then it was just, like, downhill from there. I mean, so much stuff has happened. I almost forgot about that happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I just looked past 2020. I mean, it was just a shit show. Very true. And, you know, you had an entire, like, country divided. We had the whole protests. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Demonstrations you know? and oh, rioting just... and looting. and So 2021, yeah. get through it, and who knows, right? I mean, we'll let this guy take office and whatever. I'm an American. And, and the one thing is you, you hope um, that our politics will always balance it out. I mean, it's kind of why we have... The yeah. Congress every two years mm. and yeah. Senate six. And I, I like the fact that uh, even Ted Cruz came out and said term limits. No senator should ever be in office for more than two terms. Yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah. You get some so, of these guys in there, they're lifelong politicians, and that's a big part of the problem. Now, I'd like to see when Ted goes around and it comes to his third time. <laughs> yeah. Then he'll change his tune. <laughs> yeah, he'll change that freaking tune real quick. So, <laughs> so um, news of the week. The Mummers, um, the Mummers, I love, you know, speaking of protests, right? Mm-hmm. The Mummers decided that they were going to have the Mummers parade, but they were going to call it a protest. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't see that. They, yeah. they didn't televise that, did they? They did not, no. I mean, they would have had to set up. The, the whole thing was the city was against it, you know, mm-hmm. and Kinney say, says he was a Mummer for 30 years. I think he's full of shit. Although, when you look at the guy, he looks like he's still in a Mummers costume. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that guy's fucking nose. He yeah. looks like that dude, whatever, from uh, uh, Minions, whatever, you know, Groot, or oh, whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever the fucking little kid's movie was. But um, So, I, you know, I, I hear more and more people, and obviously I'm not. I'm on beer one, which I can't get up because I'm tied with this microphone, but I want to get another beer. Um, <laughs> see if you can stretch it on over there. Without. I think I can. I think I can. Yeah, and you can keep talking. I'll yeah. take a can on the right. Can on the right over here? Up top. There you go. Nope, all the way over. There you go. All right. The Miller 64. Whatever you want in there, man. All right. Hey, that looks pretty well stocked. I'm, I do stock that one. Ever all since right. I was with that last company, and they always had the, their beer fridge stocked. Oh, you got to like, have beer fridge stocked. stocked. Yeah. So, um, no, um, the dry January. Like, do you... Like, you know, the other night we were over there at Karchner's, and the, the manager is, he, he starts, so all these people do dry January. Oh, good for them. My, Janu- my dry January lasted till about, uh, second? I think, 2 o'clock yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, good. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got, you know, I, had, I was cooking out a uh, pork tenderloin yesterday on the grill. It was awesome. Nice. Um, my God, have you ever had a pork tenderloin? I mean, I, I cooked this thing. It was yeah. like a filet yeah. mignon nice. when I got done. 
Nice. It was incredible. So even Sue rarely well, eats kind of, that kind of stuff. It's tough to do a, a dry January when January 1st is on a Friday. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got Saturday and Sunday to recover if you need. Yeah, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll pass on that dry yeah, me January too. stuff. I, I mean, I do the beard for November, you know, raise awareness for, for cancer. But no, I'm not doing dry January. So toast to you. Yeah, yeah. To January, yeah, January. and drinking. Drinking January. And doing this thing. So, uh, mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I, I was thinking, uh, you know, beyond that dry January, I, I, I don't know if you know this or not yet. I know I talked about it, but Cobra Kai came out. Yeah. It, oh no. It, it, when did it come out? Yesterday. Oh, I got to watch it. I, I watched watch all 10 already. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, they came out with a full season. Full season. Holy Dude, shit, you've watched all 10. All 10 yesterday. I'm going to have to watch it now. I'm going to have to <laughs> definitely watch it. It's I'm watch awesome. It. Johnny. It's <laughs> awesome. Johnny Lawrence is fucking 10 times better in this season. Oh, well, than that's he hard. That's the, he must Jimmy, be close. He's got the line after line. line. Like, oh, Sue, Sue and I watched it together. And um, I stopped it at 4 o'clock because I was like, you know, I'm going to watch it. You know, I want to watch the Rose Bowl. Got to be 14 nothing. Then I was just, I could just tell... You know, Notre Dame oh, came back 14-7, you know, and I just knew that they're, the game, I was just like, this is not going to happen. No. You know, Alabama is so much better than them. They they just looked so much dominant. So I'm like, going back, I'm like, I'm going to go back and finish. So they're half-hour episodes, right? Yeah, and it goes by really fast, yeah. Ooh, but I watched good. them all. Yeah. And it's really good. So, I mean... Nice. Yeah, you, once you get through it, you know, we'll talk about it on here, but all Johnny right. is... I'm ready for it probably next week. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, and uh, it's good. You know, I, I can't, I can't give anything away. But, okay. uh, my God, Cobra Kai is like okay. my favorite. And they set it up at the end. I mean, there's definitely going to be a season four. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So keep it going. Yeah, I'm man. Uh, finishing up the last season of Shameless, which I've been watching forever. And the last season, season ten, does not have Fiona, so it just sucks. Fiona. Fiona's a, you know, she's a great actress, beautiful, but uh, without her, it sucks. Yeah, so I couldn't wait for that to come out. And when I knew it was coming out Friday, Sue's, and even Sue said, let's watch it. Like I forgot. All, I would have watched it. I forgot all about it. Whenever I watch anything, movie, whatever, and I'll do something in there, if I do it in the living room, like usually I, that's one of the reasons why I love working out is I, I look forward to whatever I'm streaming. I do a, you know, mm -hmm. a 40-minute treadmill, and I had that right in front of me, and I'm watching. So the fact that she wanted to watch it too, like Cobra Kai, I was like, all right, awesome. So we just we watched that together, and uh, you know, she she could give you once you watch it, then we'll have her talk her piece on it. She, okay. There were some things that she liked, like the Johnny stuff, and um, there were some things she didn't like. But you know, okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about that. All right. Overall, I would give it probably about an eight out of ten. Nice. Yeah, I thought it was that good. Okay, good. You know, so I highly recommend it. I am almost done. I have one episode left of Queen's Gambit. Which uh, your nephew, John yeah, Patrick? Yeah, he watches. My nieces watch it. Matter of fact, they picked up a bunch of uh, chess boards. Did they uh, really? For Christmas because they're so into it. That's awesome. So I guess I get to watch that one too. I think a lot of people are going to be into chess through this. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I played, my, my neighbor was my uncle uh, growing up when I was a little kid, and he had a chess board. Mm -hmm. And he, he would set a date and time, and you're coming over, you're playing chess with me. So I learned how to play through him. Oh, okay. And, um, but I never was very good at chess. Okay. You know, I mean, he's like, when you see how 
far ahead in the, the strategy people use. And I was never to that level. Like Luke was in a chess club for a while. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'd play against him and he'd beat my ass even. <laughs> I mean, the kid's pretty bright. But, um, yeah, this will do wonders for chess. Oh, well, good. Um, good. Yeah, so uh, it's really good. I, I highly recommend it, okay. Queen's Gambit. So there's my little streaming stuff. So um, all I hear around here, you know, walk the dogs real early in the morning, is gunshots. Is it still hunting season? I don't know. I, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a hunter. I'm not a hunter either. Um, and so Gunshots you hear around here? Yeah. Yeah, I think people are, you know, we've got Evansburg State Park right over here. So. Okay. Uh, but I hear people, and this is my take on hunting, Okay. So they sell so much shit today, and I think the to me the best hunters are those with the bow. And even though they have those crossbows, and you know, and it's mm-hmm. it's still to me with the wind and everything. And you're, you know, um, but like I've talked to hunters, like literally Jimmy, they have stuff where they they spray stuff on the ground that makes it smell like the scent. So the <laughs> the deer will come, you know, and, and thinks it's going to have sex. <laughs> so they attract, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. these, the buck will come up to, it wants to have sex with the doe, yeah. thinking it's coming there because they're spraying this shit. Is that mm-hmm. fucking hunting? You think this thing's going to go get late? Imagine our life. Yeah, right? no You're shit. going somewhere, you're going to go get late, and that's the end of your life. Oh, hey, surprise to you. Yeah, Fuck yeah, you. you. Get some chick with her legs spread. Hey, come on over. <laughs> hey, and all of a sudden you get shot. <laughs> Fuck, man. That's unfair. That's, that's un-American. Thumbs down on the hunting yeah, with no that shit. shit man. Well, you know what I mean? I say you fucking, like, you know, run around and try to run them down and catch them that way. Right. You know you what know? I mean? So, I mean, I'm not like uh, one of those people, like the PETA people, where they're all celebrating when a hunter gets shot or something. Like, mm. fuck that. That's horrible. I get the hunters, the real good hunters. I really get it. They're, they're providing food for their families. Yeah. They're doing the turkey. I mean, the, the deer jerky. Hey, <laughs> turkey. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? All that stuff, I get it, you know, and I'm, I'm all about that. I get hunters to hunt food. I had my, my brother-in-law had the greatest point one time. He's a big fisherman, and he said, uh, respect what you kill by eating it, right? I mean, if you're going to hunt, you're going to fish, whatever, you respect what you kill, you eat what, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. why you're doing it. Right. And um, I've never been into hunting. Yeah, I, I, I was, I'm a horrible fisherman. Yeah. Um, the last time I went fishing a couple of years ago down in Florida, and it was awesome. And uh, the owner of my company took us, and uh, the old company I work for. And um, literally, Jimmy, we got in. We caught four fish. Um, we caught the, uh, what are they, um, not tuna, uh, mahi tuna, mahi tuna. Ooh, really? Beautiful fish, beautiful fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was right off Jupiter, Florida, where uh, uh, the owner of the, Patriots got caught at the place. I didn't go there, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, right. well, they, <laughs> maybe a hunter would have shot you while you were walking in. The well, washy, washy. You know, maybe shit, they right? should have shot him, Robert Craig. But you came in with the fish. Mm-hmm. They filleted it right there for you, mm-hmm. and they told you, uh, how do you want it cooked? You know, we got um, seared. We've, we got it uh, in this beer batter, and it was like they brought it right out to you in this outdoor restaurant, beers, eating your fish you just caught. Wow, that's so cool. awesome. That's cool. Yeah, so that to me is well worth it, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, but there were people up there that wanted to buy the fish from us as we came in with them. Oh, really? And they wanted I, to do that. 
Yeah, well, that's what they do. I yeah. mean, it's like, but with that restaurant that's attached to... Uh, no, that, that makes area. fishing that much cooler. Hey, like you say, you're going to eat yes. what you caught. That's and that's cool. that's where I would do it. I yeah. mean, you know, I I do enjoy catching that fish, you know. Yeah. Hunting, I've never in my life. Uh, yeah, I, I fish, I, I wouldn't, I've been fishing, I can't say that I was good or great at it, but I do enjoy seafood, so yeah, I would like that. Yeah, I do so. too. I do enjoy seafood, so. Yeah. So. so the ball games. So... Okay. We had the Rose Bowl yesterday, yes, which was yes, Alabama Texas. Notre Dame in Texas, yeah, yeah. which was unique. They even yeah. showed how they spray painted the rose on there I saw after it, the yeah. Cotton Bowl, you yeah, know. So yeah, they had, yeah. but um, good on Jerry getting that game there, and yeah, good um, for the, you know because they weren't weren't going to let the players' families be there, and that's a big part of it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know why they couldn't do it in the Rose Bowl. That place is gigantic. So I watched the game up till halftime, and you know uh, when. Did you watch the whole game? Yeah. Okay. So when Saban goes at halftime, and he uh, he's acting like he can't hear the sideline reporter, mm-hmm. and like I said, I was watching Cobra Kai, turned over, went to watch that game, watched it till halftime. And Saban, like Sue's, like that's the most disrespectful thing I ever saw, because he was like, I can't hear you, and he he takes the headphones, he's like, can't hear you, you know what I mean? Like he won't, and he's like, and then he's just, but I'm like Sue, that's the way he's always been. Yeah. You know, that's that's his thing. It's not disrespectful to her. That's he's that not way saving. with everybody. He's yeah. that way with everybody. And you know who he's good friends with is Belichick. Yes. They're very good buddies. Yes. Well, they were coaches. They coaches together. at uh, Cleveland yes. together. Right. You know, so, so, I mean, they're still good buddies. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, think about that. You're the best at what you do, and you got somebody second-guessing you because they got a microphone. Yep. Hey, why'd you call this play rather than that play? Why'd you do this rather than that? And you're like, man, i got 30 years of doing this under my belt, and you're going to throw Dude, I'm in the middle of a game. Right. You know, I don't need this. Right. So I, I can't blame them at, at, you know, maybe it was rude, but he's probably, man, I'm, I'm trying to advance here. Yeah, I don't know if it was too rude. It was just, it was halftime. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, he could not hear her. Right. You know what I mean? And then he took the headphones off and he went towards her a little, you know, yeah, like as if saying. they're supposed to stay away and all that yeah, other yeah, stuff. All that. So, yeah. I mean, if it's before or after the game, he's usually respectful if you, you know, You'll see him do interviews where it's like, you know, off season and he's fine. Right. But I mean, you know, he's really come out of his shell this year. He's got all those commercials. He's got the Aflac commercial. He's, oh, he's got some, a lot of the. Aflac he's got a subway commercial. No, Belichick's got the subway commercial. Belichick's got the, and he's always clipping off somebody's sleeves. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but eh, I'm not going to blame him. For that. But that wasn't much of a game. The Ohio State Clemson game, uh, like it was kind of a revenge factor because of last year. Yep. And then, of course, as soon as I saw it, there was a targeting on a Clemson player, just like last year was a targeting. Same guy. No, no, no. He got a targeting In last the year. L- L- LSU. Against LSU. Right. Uh, but it, uh, there was a targeting against Ohio State guy last year. Right. And that turned the game around, and I was thinking, here, here we go. And you know, they kind of took over from that point on, and that was a big-time linebacker for, I forget the guy's name, number 47 for Clemson. He was awesome. He was very Dude's good. He's got a fucking melon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's got a big ass. Was his name big, Laskin or something? It's a <laughs> Polish name. And then oh, yeah, he wasn't yeah. coming off the sideline. I, think. I thought something. they had to, like, take him off the sideline. And then you see him in a second no, half. No, because of COVID this year, they stay on the sidelines. Oh, they get to stay on the sidelines? Yep. And then you see him, like, in a second half without his pads, with his jersey. I'm like, oh, he's still there. Yeah, he... He's a good player, man. He's and tough. That, he definitely ducked his head. And you could ask Sue. We were watching the game together, and I said at the time, before any announcer said anything, I said, he, he lowered his helmet. 
I'm like, that's you can't do that with the crown of your helmet. Yeah. And it wasn't until like two minutes later, the announcers finally said, oh, look at that replay. If Fields doesn't get hurt, he doesn't get kicked out of the game. You realize yeah. that, right? Because yeah. it gave him time to watch yeah. the replay, and then Is they went the to Is that the one where he gave him a good rib shot? Yeah, in the back, yeah. like the ribs. Yeah, yeah. And, man, give... Give Fields credit. That kid stayed in there. Coming back. That's why I like He that. stayed out one play, comes back the next play, throws, throws a touchdown, touchdown pass. And Good he had a gosh. couple of nice long touchdowns right oh, in the bucket, man. man. Having that other receiver back really helped yeah. uh, Ohio State yesterday. Yeah. I don't know if they'll hang with Alabama. Alabama, you know, if, they, if what happened yesterday, if you let Clemson score those two touchdowns as quick as they can, Alabama will do the same. Yeah. But they made adjustments on defense yesterday. Yeah. And uh, – you know, how many times in the beginning of that game did Clemson punt on fourth and two, fourth and three from their own 40? And I'm like, if he would have went for it on one of those, yeah. the game would have been a little different because it was within a touchdown, then it was two touchdowns. Because uh, Ohio State just kept coming right back down and scoring. Yeah. I think for Ohio State to beat Alabama, they need to get into a shootout because they got the better mm-hmm. quarterback. Um, that Mac Jones but is good. Bam has got the better defense. If you yeah. know defense, you know they, they're going to try to keep up with Alabama, and they, their quarterback is good, and their wide receivers is just as good, if not better. Their running backs are about the same. Yep. Um, but their offensive line, the line of scrimmage is where it's at right there. Right. You know, so whoever can win that battle is going to win that game. But uh, if it's a lower scoring game, that's what Bama wants. So Dabo had to eat the crow. Yep. And I'm glad, you know. Yep. He had no reason. There's no reason for you to vote Ohio State 11th. No. I mean, that's just a dick move. Yeah. And in the end, they got the last laugh. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really do like this coach at Ohio State. Good. And they finally, that's the first time Ohio State beat Clemson. You know that, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it I goes kn- back to Woody Hayes taking a punch at that guy. Yeah, that linebacker. The 78 Liberty Bowl or whatever it was. Yeah. And, and that was the uh, first time those two had matched up. The, that time. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then and then now you know they've now they all the ones in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh yeah that I, I didn't realize Day was an assistant for the Eagles. They said it last night. What? He was an assistant for, for who? the Eagles under Chip Kelly. No shit. Yeah. I it's, mean the guy's only forty, so it was probably yeah. he was probably like thirty five at the time. He was probably somebody you didn't pay attention to, but he's one of these rising coaches. And how did he get coach. with Urban? Uh, he, he probably coached somewhere with Urban or Urban brought him in. You know, to help with the offense. He was the offense. This guy's amazing. He's good. Really young good. guy. He's smart. He he he's recruiting well. He's bringing in quarterbacks. He's I mean, that running good. back is a. He's a transfer from Oklahoma, number right? Eight. He's yeah. the he's the a fifth year senior. So yeah. kind of what Russell Wilson did. He you know yeah. moved on to another school. Yeah, and he plays. He runs hard. That dude. <sighs> you, you, you know, he you think he got him bottled up, then he spins. He picks up three, four more yards. He reminds me of Zeke in college. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I don't think he has a speed that Ezekiel does, but he's tough. Yeah, you might be right on that. But he he runs like Zeke, mm-hmm. though. You know what I mean? He does not go down easy. I was like, yeah, this hard. guy's got to have some thick-ass legs. Yeah, he's strong, and he, he runs hard. You've got to respect the way he runs. Right. You know? so, Man, I tell tough. you, Ohio State just – I'm sitting there thinking to myself, how many of these guys – and I'm, I'm trying to remember the names, and I'm watching them on plays – like how many of these guys am I going to see on Sunday very soon? You're probably going to see a lot of them. I think their yeah. D backs you're going to see. You're going to see their their receivers. You're definitely going to see the quarterback. The tight ends had a great game yesterday. They looked good. Whew, those tight ends looked phenomenal they yesterday. Looked terrific yesterday. They're big so, boys. Yeah. And that was a nice play on that to make it 14-14 where he boxes them out. Mm-hmm. Like kind of. 
Because I don't think that was even a great – I mean, Fields got crushed that play yeah. by a linebacker. Uh, the guy's blitzing, and, and he stood in there and fired that pass to that yeah. tight end. Yeah, and he, got and he just shouldered him. He left-shouldered him. The guy boxed him out, caught that pass. But that ball was yeah. coming fast. And then there was the other one where he kind of just did like a skinny post on like the 12-yard line, oh. and he had a small window. And he anticipated, and it was right there because there was a defender coming across. Yes. And he got that in there in that window, and the guy jumped up, cut. It was perfectly thrown. How about, the, uh, how about the play where, I guess it makes it 21-14, where they run everybody left, and that tight end goes right and he across the field, there, yeah. wide open. Yeah, he delayed just enough, kind of snuck out, and yes. there he was. And I wish just, they would have shown what that tight end did to get that open, yeah. he really sold it well. Yeah, he did. He kind of like he was like on the left, like yeah. uh, he was like a flanker. He wasn't even on the yeah. line. He kind of delayed a little bit and then busted it underneath because they all ran this way. And he started. that was a beautifully designed great play. play. And that that goes back to that Ryan Day. He's, he's got a great mind yeah. for offense. So so you know only he'll only have a week, which is tough. A week for Alabama is always tough. Yeah. Plus they got uh, the Heisman in there on Tuesday. So at least Fields one of these guys there. over there, yeah. I'm yeah. not sure who the final four. I think it's Fields, two of the Bama guys, and the kid from the Clemson. Bama receiver. The Bama receiver and the quarterback. All right. That quarterback's had a hell of a year at yeah. Mac Jones. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so that's it. I mean, I think there's a couple of football games today. There, I um, think there's two or three, yeah. Uh, Kentucky was playing – who the hell they were playing? They were playing somebody decent. Oh, North Carolina State. So the ACC's having a little rough road. Yeah. But North Carolina plays today, too. Carolina plays some Texas A&M, I think. A&M, yeah. That'll be a great football game. That'll be a game. good game, yeah. Yeah, I do want to see that. I mean, who knows? 240 now, so we'll see where we're at. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles last week. We had talked about a pregame. I didn't have a good thought on the game. Good reason. Um, yeah, right? Uh, they gave up in that game. They did. They had I, a chance in that game. They could have won that game. I'm glad they didn't. It was very much like the first Redskins game, or Washington football team, uh, <laughs> this season, where they got up 14 nothing, mm-hmm. and then just... They tanked. Where'd the offense go? Yeah. I mean, they stopped running miles again. Well, that's Doug Peterson. It's what like the hell, When man? they run the ball, they have a great offense because that opens it up for the pass, you know, the play action, and this kid does a great play action. Even Wentz did a good play action. You, you, he's going to give him guy, a guy more time. It's going to bring up the safeties. But they abandon the run way too much. They have good running backs. They're line, you ask any lineman, what would you rather do, pass block or run block? Run block. Run block. Yep. And they got a massive offensive line. Run it. Run it as much as you can. Yep. And they always get away from it. That Melata. Oh, my God. Him just run blocking is he's amazing. Got, he can pull and block. Oh, he's big and athletic. He got so. beat, though. He got beat on that fumble. You know, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, that one play. Be, I think but, they should start thinking about using him down on a goal line as a, you know, that eligible, tackle eligible. And throw it to him. He's God. a great athlete. He almost caught a pass last week by accident. Yeah. So, uh, we'll talk more Eagles in a second. I'm going to uh, hit, let's take a quick break. So, yeah, talking about the Eagles. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, so now they finished up. They flexed them to Sunday night now. Yeah, I saw that. Why? <laughs> I guess because what's on the line with the Redskins. Right. But, I mean, isn't it? Uh, I think you might have told me this. If the Bengals win and the Eagles lose, Eagles could be in position for the third pick. Overall. Third pick. I would love to see that. Yeah, right now, I mean, with Carolina winning last week, beating Washington, um, I think we sit at five right now. Right. So it's like, good God, you know. I don't think the Bengals are going to win this week, but who are they playing? Uh, 
Are they playing Pittsburgh? No, no Pittsburgh's playing, playing Cleveland. Cleveland, because yeah, yeah, I know Big that, Ben's not playing. Yeah, Pittsburgh's like kind of sitting a bunch of people because they got everything locked up. Um, there's a lot on the line for a few teams in the AFC this week. Um, I think the NFC set except for the uh, NFC, NFC East. East, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and Eagles could place themselves. I mean, if they get a high pick and then maybe drop down, make a few trades, pick up some extra stuff to load a draft, you can pick up receivers. Pick up some linemen. Pick up a whole bunch of stuff. I just saw today that uh, Jim Schwartz is uh, getting fired. No, I think he's retiring. Really? Yeah. He said this is tomorrow's going to be his last game. He's retiring. He's a little young to retire. That's I. I thought it was a little odd. Maybe but. that's a kind way for them to say, "Hey, why don't you step down and walk away?" Maybe he sits. I don't out. think he's the problem. I don't know. I, I like Jim Schwartz, and um, I think the biggest problem they have is is Peterson. In his play yes. calling. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, I, I like him as a coach because he's creative and he's got balls. Yep. But he needs first, he, he needs to delegate, have a play caller, have an offensive coordinator, and he needs somebody, a good offense coordinator or a or, or quarterback coach to work with either Wentz or Hurts. Yep. And I don't think he can keep them both. You either got to trade the kid or keep him and then figure out somebody if you're going to get rid of Wentz, who's going to pick up all that salary? What was that, that Filippo they had, right? Filippo, Where is he? <clears throat> is he even still coaching? Anymore? So I talked to a guy I work with this week, Tim. Uh, he said that Filippo does not have a job. He's out of work right now. Bring him back. Yeah. Bring him back and then find that. You can find an offensive coordinator. Any one of these young guys in college will love to try. You know, hey, look at Ryan Day. He was with the Eagles a few years ago. Now yeah. he's the man at Ohio State. Yeah, there's got to be something. It's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's pretty arrogant at Doug to think that I can call the plays. And, like, even Andy calls the plays. A lot of these guys do call the plays. That's fine, yeah. right? But it's like you still have to be the head coach. Right. You still got to make that overall. And I think it'd be a lot easier for him to kind of sit back, maybe make some suggestions, do this, do that. Hey, fourth down, are we going to go for it? Okay, yes or no, whatever. But you're right. Then you're too tied up on the game. Yep. You know, maybe if he sits back, he can see, see, hey, listen, Norm, the run game's working. Stick with it. Stick with it. And then walk away, and then you just analyze the game. I'd be pissed, though, if they got rid of Peterson after this year. As frustrated as I've No, been no, I don't think they should get rid of him. I think he's a good coach. I just think he needs help in certain spots. He does. And it's, it's everything that he's brought with him. I mean, you know, he, brought, he put together a great assistant coaching staff. They're all gone. I mean, a lot of them are gone, except for Schwartz, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Peterson enough. I like his gambling, believe it or not. I like the decisions he makes when he goes for it on fourth down. Yeah. It doesn't always work out. I don't care. Yeah. I like it. He's, he's the one that started this whole two-point conversion thing in the NFL. He pushed this thing. Yeah. And uh, so I'm okay with Peterson, and it's 2020. It's a weird year. Um, he's dealt with – the hand he's, he's given on these yeah. draft picks, he yeah. obviously has no say in these draft picks. Yeah, yeah, whoever's doing that needs to either, I don't know what you, you get rid of Howie, you, you take, him, take that away from him, whatever you're going to do with him, but whoever's doing the picking, they need somebody new to do the picking. Yeah, because obviously. Um, the not, last two years they've screwed up. And, and ironically, what, what's the guy's name? Joe, uh, the guy went to the Jets, got the GM job of the Jets. He was. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Joe but Douglas? Joe Douglas, exactly. Yeah, so Joe Douglas was with the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. Unbelievable guy, big partier. <laughs> Gets the GM job up there. But he, he pulled a lot of the strings 
Um, I mean, Howie deserves the credit too, right? Um, Howie's done a really nice job fiscally. Oh, I should have said did a nice job fiscally. Now we're in fucking cap hell, yeah. you know? I mean, you got all this money you owe to some old players, which was never the Eagles' way. Never. It used to be if you got to about 30, you were gone. Yep. You know, so, I mean, you can't bring Peters <clears throat> back anymore. You know, they're, they're oh, Peters done. How the hell did you give him all that money? I know they yeah. didn't, and then they did. And they then, didn't. They bring him in as a guard, and he says, well, now you're going to put me in tackle. Give me tackle money. And I love Fletcher Cox, but holy shit, if Fletcher Cox isn't turning into Jason Peters with the injured yeah. every freaking game. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes he's injured two times a game. Yeah. He comes back, and, and, and then and the it, right it, tackle, he got injured. He was injured like two, three times a game, and then, boom, yeah. finally called it a year. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like that had something to do with whatever. He's packing in the extra muscle weight again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he might have some issues there. Exactly. Do you? Oh, you already got one. I got another one. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but, I mean, I, you know, it, this has been a weird year. The last few weeks I've actually found myself cheering against the Eagles because I want them to get a nice draft pick. I don't want them to win the, the, the division because now they're in a, a position to be in a top five pick. I just hope there's, like, you know? a, a good linebacker. You know, offensively, I don't think we need anything but some offensive linemen right now. We got great tight ends, yeah. decent young receivers, yeah, um, that are only going to get better. Uh, you know, unless you, you know, some of these Alabama receivers are are great. <laughs> Waddle, and then at number six, what the hell is his name? Smith, yeah. DeAndre, or whatever. He, Smith? He, they say he could be the first wide receiver to win the Heisman in since what Desmond ninety one, I guess Desmond. Yeah. So I mean, he's phenomenal. If not, then they got uh, the kid, the linebacker from Penn State, Parsons, who sat out this he year, could. and he is tough. Yeah. So I mean, you could have it's all open to him, or you could say, hey, you know what? Let me drop down, maybe make a trade with eight. Say, hey, give me your eight pick and oh, yeah. you know your second or a later pick or whatever, and then really start building up picks yep. and load up with a young team. The thing is, there's going to be at least three quarterbacks there, and there's teams that need quarterbacks. Jacksonville, the Jets, yep. there's other teams that need quarterbacks. Eagles yep. have two quarterbacks. You know, they're fine at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, that's not the issue with the Eagles. No, and I don't even think – I think if Wentz – I think Wentz just needs to get his head on straight. I don't think the kid ever really fully healed from all those injuries he had. And nope. now his head's all screwed up because you picked a second rounder. He comes in. He looks pretty good. People are talking about throwing him out of town, and he's all fucked up in the head. I he think is. somebody needs to come in. And God forbid if he goes somewhere else – and he goes to, say, to Colts, and Frank Wright straightens him out. Well, and then he, he wins a few uh, Super Bowls with him. Everybody would be like, we had this guy locked up. Now, he's too good and too young to give up on at this point. Yeah. This year is a dumpster fire. But last year, Carson Wentz had a pretty damn good year. You know, until he took that concussion against Seattle. Yeah. Jadavious Clowney cheap shots him. And I really think a lot of it has to do with the play calling. Doug's play calling sucks at times. You like got your scratch in your head like... It's fourth and one, and you're yep. trying some long pass, dude. Run the ball. That being said, I think Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Wentz right now. Right now he is. Right, right now, now he's a better quarterback. He's mobile. He throws a nice pass. He, he, he throws a better pass than I thought he could. Yep. Like Coming out of college, I knew he was good, and I liked the kid, but I didn't realize he could throw that well. So yep. he is good. So what do you do with him? I don't think the two of them can coexist on the team. you got to get rid of one or the other. Well, then you get rid of Wentz. You, you suck it up. You take the loss in the money. Right. And you eat some of that money. It's two years you're done with them, right? So you, you take the cap hit for two years, let them walk. Um, the problem is, um, 
you know, I don't think Jalen Hurts has ever been injured, right? I mean, isn't that he got I pulled never, for Tua, right? Tua, they yeah, pulled him they half pulled time. Him. They just pulled him. And um, so I don't think he's he's not an injury guy. I mean, right. the guy's thick. Yeah. He's got some thick legs. You just got to teach that kid, hey, listen, you know, get it's down. nice that you run, but get down, get the heck out of my You show like him done. tapes of Russell Wilson. And I think he has done that. He's smart enough to get out of bounds. He doesn't really try to take on too many people at times. He reminds me of Russell Wilson. That's good. That's a damn good thing. That's a good thing. So, yeah, they got a, they got a tough uh, decision to make there. Yeah. But is, is Hurts or Wentz the better long-term quarterback? It's Hurts. The kid's 21, 22 years old. Yeah. Keep hurts. I'm or sorry. You, I or, mean, do you, or do you bring DeFilippo back and straighten out Wentz? Yeah, well, right now, because of the contract, you're in cap hell. Yeah. And so you got to keep Wentz. But it's like, are you going to pay $20 million backup? Or are you going to see if somebody – I mean, right now, his value – No, you, I, I don't think you can keep them both. you got to get rid of one or the other. Yeah, but uh, Hurts is on a rookie contract, so he doesn't cost you anything for yeah. two more years. Or three more years, really. Or do you say, okay, let's see who you... Or you take them both in a training camp and say, all right, we'll win the position. One of you guys. You do that. And Hertz will win it. Really, he should win it. Um, I mean, Wentz is good. He's just... I mean, last year, Wentz was great, you know? Yeah. He had a really good season, I thought. And um, it's just his decision-making has been so slow this year. And yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if... <laughs> and then the other thing that I don't like about Wentz in hindsight, is he locks onto a receiver. Yeah. This guy, this guy's passing the ball around to yeah. everybody. Yeah. And everybody responds to him, all the receivers, all the oh, young yeah. receivers. And he's got good leadership up. skills. You see him in the huddle? It's, you know, that was the one thing uh, I, I like when they drafted him. That was one real thing is the leadership skills, and he's a good character guy because you think about what he went through at Alabama. He lost his job. He could have went in the transfer portal. He didn't. He stuck around for another year. Yeah. What happens? He ends up coming off the bench winning the SEC championship for him. Then the next year he goes to Oklahoma. What does he do one year there? Becomes the captain there. Takes him to the playoffs. So that yeah. shows a lot of character. The kid's got high character. He does. He's mature for his years. I mean, he yeah. You says see him in right front things. of the reporters. Oh, he's, God, he's, he's, he's got a good head on his shoulders. So we got to do the "Would You Rather" segment, and unfortunately, mm -hmm. Jimmy, I got to do the "Would You Rather" segment over again from last week because we fine. lost the audio. I kind of forget it. Good, you'll remember it quickly. All right. <laughs> so, would you rather spend the day wearing wet socks? Oh, that's all right. Okay. Or spend the day with a popcorn kernel stuck in your teeth? I'd oh, I and I definitely remember. That. I would rather. What time of the year is it? Is it is it the winter time? Yeah, All right. Well, I, I'll take the the popcorn kernel in my teeth because I've had wet socks before, and I was like freezing. It's uncomfortable. You're squishing. <laughs> I'd rather deal with like you know. I can work out the the kernel out of my tooth, and wet socks. I hate that, man. See, remember the kernel does not come out of your tooth. That's fine. Stays in the tooth the whole time. At day. least I have the uh, thing that I, 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 at least when I get home, I'll get floss. I'll get that fucker out of there. I mean, in the words of <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, take care of your feet. Take care of your feet. That's good, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> that is so hilarious. You pulled a Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. I was supposed to die out there. Oh, my God. Do <laughs> um, so you know what it's like to lose your legs and not have the ability? I do. <laughs> I would have chose. I would definitely choose uh, the wet socks all day. I don't have a problem. I, I've dealt. I've worn wet socks all day. Um, it's popcorn kernel to me is like it's just something that I got to get out. I will, and if I spent a whole day, I'd lose my mind because I'd be working the tongue there, working the tongue, trying to get that kernel out. I. It's the same with things with splinters. 
It's like if there's a splinter in me, I will literally chop, keep chopping at the skin until yeah. I get to that spot. I like I'm a def- I'll, I'll create a deformity. I no, yeah. I choose. I'll, I'll have the wet socks. Okay. All right. Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button in your life? Uh, I'd rather have a rewind button because you actually kind of have the choice to pause. Um, you can start if you're smart enough to say, hold on. Uh, I, I, there are times I would like to rewind and say, oh, cool, let me redo this one because there's times things come out of your mouth or you do something like, shit, Jesus, I wish, I wish I didn't say that one. But pause, you can actually say, ah, ah sorry about that. I'd rather have a rewind button. Really? Because it's funny. I thought you said pause button last week no, on the lost audio. I think I said the lost. Oh, uh, I said the same type of thing. Yeah, me, it's definitely the pause button. Rewind button, it's like the do-over, it's done. Yeah. right? The pause button, it would just be like, all right, you know, just stop in my life. Like, well, I can hit the pause button right now. Yeah. I'm about to get in that accident. <laughs> hit the pause button. Well, I mean, I like to rewind it and avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh I'll take a different route. Yeah, but see, once you hit that rewind button, everything in The life, butterfly effect. We yeah. talked about Yeah, the butterfly so effect. So I got to hit the pause button. Okay. All right. I wonder if it's a pause button that I can, then I can say, all right, I want to do this. But yeah, definitely, I would, I would choose the pause. Okay. Rewind, I can't just because of the butterfly effect. Okay. All right, last one. Would you rather have to say all your sentences backwards or have to communicate through charades for a week? I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather communicate to charades. It'd be a, it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. I mean, I don't know if I want to talk backwards. Uh, people are like looking. What the hell is this guy talking about? I'd rather do it through charades because I think I'd be pretty decent at it. I think a lot of times I do that anyway, and people are like, oh, that's what you meant. Okay, I get it now. I think to me, <laughs> like, uh, have you ever been around a deaf person? Uh, limited, but yes, I have. So I when I. Uh, first started with Nielsen and I was a rep and I would go into homes. I had a, a deaf family. So there was one person in there that could somewhat communicate, but the whole family was deaf. And they really? were in Plymouth meeting, yeah. Wow. And uh, it was a whole deaf family. And it was, um, you know, but the, you know, the hand gestures. Mm-hmm. There. And I actually learned a little bit of communication. Your, were they able to read lips? They were. And, but, um, you know, it, and the thing was, like, we, we had a visual indicator for when. You know, um, but it was, it was, they were great people, just unbelievably great people. And, um, but it's like, thinking about that, I definitely would want charades, you know? I can't say sentences, you know what I mean? I can't imagine, how would you determine, you know what I mean? Like, you have to say all your sentences backwards. I know, like, I remember that one time you and I, you taught me, you got to learn the alphabet backwards if you ever get in that oh, situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but I didn't talk backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Those forming whole sentences? Not easy. So, yeah, there's our would you rather for yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Florida man. Okay. It's the same one that I told last week in the lost audio. <laughs> the lost audio. Uh, they're, they're, it's still good. The lost Second tapes. time around. Yeah, it is still good. So, uh, Florida man desperate for a ride. To Hooters calls 911. Jonathan Hinkle allegedly told 911 dispatchers he needed a ride to the provocative eatery to help his grandmother, who had fallen ill. Cops later learned that the 28-year-old Merritt Island man, man's granny, was perfectly fine, and Hinkle was arrested on charges of misusing 911. I love Florida. Jeez, dude. I should have. I should have. 
research the Florida Man New Year's story. I'm sure there's one Oh, out there. well, we'll get that next time. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of them. There, there. I'm sure there are. So now we're to uh, our Mount Rushmore. So let's right. save this audio at this point, okay. and we'll come back. Our... All right, so we're to our Mount Rushmore point in the okay. week. So okay. the Mount Rushmore of greatest bowl games ever. Your top okay. four. Top four. All right, um, I'll try to spread it out. Try to spread it out amongst teams uh, and decades. Uh, my first one would be the 1979 Cotton Bowl. Notre oh, Dame-Houston, Dame. the chicken soup game. Yeah. Notre Dame's getting smoked by Houston. Joe Montana has the flu. He's in the locker room. They give him chicken soup. He comes out, tears him up, and wins it on the last play of the game of the Cotton Bowl. Nice. And beats Houston. Uh, my next one is the 1980 Holiday Bowl. Damn, that's the one I looked. BYU SMU. Oh, SMU with the Pony Express is oh, kicking their ass, crushing them. And who comes back but Jimmy Jim Mack, McMahon? Jim McMahon. I can't believe it. I had to wins look that up. It, like on the last play on a hail mary and wins it. <laughs> and that was a, a great one there. That's my favorite ball game. Of all oh time. yeah, uh, I got to go with the '87 Fiesta Bowl, Penn State over Miami because mm-hmm. no one gave Penn State yep. a shot. They were like, "It's over. They're going to win." Blah blah blah. And I don't care how ugly the game is or how many yards, like Jimmy Johnson said, we had all these first downs. Right. You had all those turnovers, too, and you were outcoached. And Penn State won it, which was a great game. And then my last one, there's a couple of them, and I'll give you a, an honorary mention after I give you my fourth one. But my fourth one has to be the 2006 Rose Bowl, USC-Texas, oh, which nice. was two That was super an amazing powers. game. Amazing National game. championship game. National championship game loaded with – uh, two Heisman Trophy winners and one who could have easily won it in Vince Young. And then, you know, again, you know, Texas was the underdog. They played great, and they win it on the last drive, one of the last plays with Vince Young going in. Yep. And then my other kind of a throw-in game was a 2003 Fiesta Bowl, Boise State, Oklahoma. They uh, win Statue on of Liberty. Statue of Liberty play. They had a couple of great plays, trick plays to even keep close. And then I yeah. think even one of the ball players proposed to a cheerleader uh, in the end zone. He did. At the end of the game. He scored so. the touchdown. 41, number yes, 40 Johnson 41 or something takes like that. It, yeah. so it just was, they were just replaying that. And that, was, and, and that was when Boise State got the respect that they, mm-hmm. they deserved. You know, be, but it was a two-loss Oklahoma team, but still. You know, I they said. had Adrian Peterson running all over the place. Oh, my place. God. That was Still Oklahoma versus Boise State. So, yes. Yeah, that was, so those are my four plus a fifth. Yeah. But it, it was great because it gave those that conference. I think I think they were in Mountain West or whatever they were. I that, think it is Mountain West. Yeah, yeah, wherever Boise State was at that time, and you know they finally got. And I think it was at Coach Peterson. I think he's at Washington. No, he retired now, but he was at Washington. Was at right. Washington, and yeah. it also gave those uh, non-power five teams. They after that yes. game, they started saying we got to get a bowl, a special bowl. Spot for anybody yep. not they got to be and they gave them rules. You got to be in the top twelve. Yep. You got to do this. You got to do that. And it gave them that extra. Hey, we we should give these guys a little bit of respect. So yeah. So you got a, you got two of mine okay. on there. Um, my first one I'll say is the Penn State Oregon game that you were at. Yeah. I yep. can't believe you didn't mention it. Um, it wasn't a because it was a great game. It was just because it was a great game for Penn State. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the year. I mean, you know, probably. Uh, you know, Penn State won, um, what, two national championships for Paterno? Won two, and that was another one, one of his many. But that was his best team. That was one of his best offensive teams for sure. It was they the were, best team. I mean, it was like, awesome. that was an unbelievable team. So, and yeah, they, uh, they to should. me, you know, he won the, and then, you know, the, 
the other one, like I said, you mentioned the Fiesta Bowl, which would definitely be up there. Um, for me, uh, that was a great um, one where Penn State beats Miami in the Fiesta yeah, yeah, Bowl. Yeah. Uh, one you did not mention, though, is Nebraska-Miami Orange Bowl. 83. 83-more Orange Bowl. Yeah, Turner Guild. That was a great one. It was an, uh, probably one of the best college football teams ever, and they lost. And they lost, yeah. How and, many times um, have we heard that? Yeah. You know? That, they, they, that was a phenomenal uh, Nebraska team. Dave Remington was their, their center, the yep. Dave Remington Award. Yep. Uh, Turner Gill, uh, F- uh, Irving Fryer, Irving Fry- Mike Rozier, the uh, Heisman right. Trophy winner. Yep. And then you look at Miami, and Miami, if you, you say, okay, give me some of those Miami players who started that year, you'd be, like, you'd be hard to hard-pressed to say who started. Yeah. But all the great ones were on the bench who were coming a little bit later. Vinny yes. Verdi was on the bench. It was a start. Kozar was on the bench. Yep. No, Kozar started. Excuse me, Kozar, Kozar started. started, that's right. Uh, Michael Irvin was on the bench. Uh, yep. uh, what's his name? Uh, Alonzo Highsmith played, but the number f- five, Br- Bradding? Br- Braxton. Braxton, he was on the bench. Yep. Some of their greatest ones were coming. Yep, and, yeah. and after that, that's when, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, who was the coach? Um, Oh, Schnellenberger. Uh, Howard Schnellenberger. Howard Schnellenberger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so after that, though, it was like he he started that whole recruitment, yeah. and then Jimmy Johnson took over and took it to the next, next level. Next level, correct. correct. Um, Schnellenberger left. He uh, left to go to the USFL. Houston Gamblers or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he goes to the USFL, and then they fold. Right. And then and then he, he ended up at, like, Florida Atlantic or something. Yeah, yeah, and, and then Jimmy took over and then took it to another level. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a great coach. So, yeah, it's, that's a... Um, that, to me, was one of my favorite. Uh, and then, honestly, you said it, though. I had to look it up. That BYU-SMU What a game. shootout. Oh, my God. What a shootout. The, Jim the McMahon. Pony Jim McMahon. You know, and the, the Pony Express. And, the Pony. and they had the huge lead. They, they were at, like, 34 to 12 or something yep. like that. Yeah. Jimmy Mack brought them back. And, God, if, like, when they've played the highlights of that ball game, and I think it was, like, on a Thursday night. You know, it was wasn't a New Year's ball no, game. No, the holiday bowl was like right around Christmas, it was like the twenty eighth or, or something. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it I think was I think so Vice Sikahima might have been on BYU. Oh, maybe he might have been eighty. Yeah, I mean, I remember him. Yeah, I remember him returning that punt against Temple. I was at that game. Yeah, and but I remember that was, him bringing one back against the Giants for the Eagles. Oh uh, yeah, and then started the boxing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that my four right? Uh, Fiesta Bowl. Uh, Penn State, Oregon, BYU, SMU, yeah. and Nebraska, Miami. Yeah. I do want to give an honorable mention that Penn State USC game. Even though Penn State was on the Lost, short run, yeah. that was a freaking great. That ball was a game. great. great that was a great game. college football game. I mean, you talk about individual performances. You had Saquon Barkley. You had Sam Darnold. You had Chris Godwin. I mean, they the, all three of those guys put up magnificent numbers yep. in that game alone. So yeah, that was a unbelievable game. Sam Darnold was a freshman. Yeah, and that was probably his best year at USC. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah. freshman year yeah. in that game, he was amazing. Well, he had who he had that uh, uh, Juju Smith Schuster, mm. whatever. He was terrific. Yep. They had a great D back who they used to let play a little offense too. Number two, he was good. I can't think of his name. They were they were good. That was a they great were, football game. That was a back and forth game where both teams had big leads and blew them yep. back and forth. And that was a great game. That was a great. College football game. So, I mean, even though Penn State came on the shorter end of that stick, yeah. shouldn't have, but, you know, yeah, that's it. That's so, nice. um, That's what I got for my notes. Is there anything else that was – that's all I got. No, that was that one. Um, see if I wrote anything else down after all this. No, that's our 40. So, we'll have to get into – we finally caught up here. Episode 34. It took a 
took a lot of work to get through this one. <laughs> yeah. You know? It was like a two-episode or in one episode. That was brutal. So, All right. Uh, that was pretty good, though. We, we got a lot of time on this one, and uh, we got to pick it up um, and get back to uh, episode 35. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one. 